Shy FX. T power. Welcome to episode nine, everyone. We're back again in the studio and with Neil Horgan, John O'Flynn, Rob Lee Han, and myself, Darren Murphy, here to talk about what you want to talk about. Lots going on again in the football world, lads. Lots going on with the fans, Rob. Yeah, good. A lot of questions came in this week. Um, first one being about uh, Garrod Morrissey's two goals up in Finn Harps. Oh my God. Following on from his goal up in Sligo a few weeks earlier. That was a goal was ridiculous. It was, it was. insane. Ridiculous. Can I say what Pliny did there was ridiculously good as well? Just before we get on to the football. No, but uh, Garrod Morrissey. Yeah, and he got a goal the week before as well, didn't he? Yeah. The left foot and then... Like it just shows the the goals going online, the difference has made already. Like, uh, but like you know, if that was scored in the Premiership, like, that be goal yeah. genuinely should be up for Puskas Award. Like, yeah, if you look at the goal Salah got that won it last year, it was the and t- show Garrod's like, next to it, like yeah, the volley with the, the touch before it. Actually, we should it to take it over your man yeah, and yeah. line it up. That that's we could have the fans' voice TV award. <laughs> yeah, you can give me good. Yeah, more yeah, prestigious. We can give the fans' voice TV most prestigious goal. Yeah, at the end of the series, and and you've got a chance, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're under the show. <laughs> even even the second goal there, he's put someone on the absolute weight, kept oh. his composure, and just smashed the, it, the keeper. Yeah. Move. The I mean, strike was yeah. stanchion, wasn't it? Yeah. As well, yeah. like kind of corner. Kind of got forgotten about as well. Yeah. Like, it was kind of one you watched <laughs> when I watched it online. I saw him hit it. I didn't see the ball, and then I just saw the net rattle. I was like, you know, it was that quick. Like, yeah, and you, I don't know, was it Cummins or what? You just see, put his hands on his head, thinking, oh my Bucky, god, I think. it was yeah, a box. Yeah. was like, oh <laughs> it was my just god, unreal, so like. imagine what it was. He was, yeah. must have seen it, and it was just yeah. surreal. Class. He's a classy yeah. player. I'd say when goals are going in for you as well, like you know better than us now, yeah. yeah, 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 and they do go in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I, I saw him in town today I was uh, passing him and he's just like I was saying that goal was unbelievable it was just Gerard. yeah he was just like no, <laughs> he'd be associated with that yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's a lovely lad chill one nice one go on talk to Gerard yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one came us about probably the most ridiculous story in a long time Declan Rice getting Ireland young player of the year the day before he got called up to the England squad <laughs> Should we just laugh for two minutes and yeah. then leave it at that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you can see, you can see from both sides. You know, people saying like, you know, he did deserve the award. He was the young player of the year. They had voted before, and now you can see the the ridiculous of, of him getting his left and everything. But again, just, I think I think the way it was publicised was so wrong. Like, you know, come out, like come out and say, look, we look. We voted this ages ago. You know he's won it. He was clearly in there, but he's left. Put maybe put a vote to the public and say like, look, put a Facebook fo- poll on or something. Or whoever say, got second yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. As we were saying like, but you know, like, even if you just didn't say anything, just announce the runner up as the winner. Yeah, it will probably come out later yeah. on that Declan Rice has won it, but it's a lot less embarrassing for the FAI and, people and Irish football straight away in general. Say, like, oh, they had to do that. Yeah, like. There'd be no uproar about what's Which award was it? It's not the soccer writers, because I know the soccer writers were involved in young players. Young oh, no, players, the FAI young player of the year. Yeah, I think it was the, journalists, the, wasn't it? It was five, it journalists, five journalists okay. from the country, yeah. yeah. But sure, no one did it. It's all over the papers. They're getting yeah. bonuses all over yeah. the shop. Yeah. Maybe. And, and some are actively coming out saying <laughs> it was... Yeah. It's a story. They're coming out defending not changing it as well, which makes no sense. 
Yeah, why are they saying they didn't change it? Because they're saying he deserved, he was an Ireland player last at the year, time. so he deserved the award. In 2018. I think there's no one doubting that at the time he was, you know, but whether they can, instead of just giving it to him, just give it, give it yeah. to someone like Guy, who came second. Like Sky Sports were all over it yesterday, basically laughing at Irish football. Really? Like, that an English player got our player of the year. Like Sky Sports 3, Darren? Sky Sports, wasn't it? I think they fucking shut that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they shut that Sky Sports 3 down after my interview <laughs> <laughs> that was the last after the ITV digital <laughs> after his cursing sent <laughs> <laughs> to sports you got rid of them too at one point <laughs> yeah fans <laughs> <laughs> TV could be shut down yeah, there very soon get a job like surprised we lasted this long they want me to shut down someone else after that was also with Irish football Mick McCarthy announced his squad during the week and there were six six uncapped players, including Padraig Amond, who's playing with uh, Newport. And he's had an unbelievable season there. So I suppose just your reaction to the Ireland squad. There's a 40-man squad, in fairness, so it will be cut down again. Glenn Whelan's in it, isn't he? Yeah. I'm glad for him. I saw Stoke play twice during when he was maybe at the peak of his powers, and he was really, really good. Um, he was playing against Arsenal on both occasions. I was watching Stoke versus Arsenal and Stoke. The only Premiership games I was at. Actually, one was an FA Cup. When the guy is it, the guy had a bad break. Ramsey, uh, Ramsey. <coughs> I was at that game, but he was he was class. And then when he played with Ireland, you know, he did kind of different role, and you could see him getting abuse. So I'm delighted for him, um, that he's still involved because uh, it seemed like he was retiring. Yeah, but he had a farewell game. And it, I think what they're saying recently after he's been announcing this is that Martin O'Neill and them were kind of telling him farewell or something. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I, I'm glad for him because I think he, he was being a brilliant player, to be honest with you. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. No, people have, may have different views on that. No. I <laughs> I just, maybe the argument would be, since it is a 40-man squad, include a younger player. Yeah. Maybe someone from the under-21s to give them the experience involved in the setup, like Dan, Troy, Dan uh, an old fellow, yeah, like Troy Parrott at Tottenham, or one yeah. of those players who's going to be coming through. That's true. To get him yeah. in around the team and all that's that true. kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. I think did you see the twenty ones was announced today as yeah, well? Yeah, it was announced today. Yeah. Um, and there's a good few League of Ireland, a good few UCD players actually. Eight League of Ireland was it, or six or eight? Um, I'm not sure, but the Dundalk and Cork City games have been postponed because of it because I think they're both playing UCD. I can't or believe Conor McCormick or Conor, Conor, Conor McCarthy. Yeah. yeah, I was looking for his name actually because I was speaking with um. Sorry, I'm taking this over with Brendan O'Connell. Yeah. The goalkeeper uh he plays now with Rockmount, isn't he? Yeah. Um he played in the Irish under twenty ones versus the um amateur side. Oh, yeah. He was in goal and he said Conor McCarthy was man of the match for yeah. the the Irish based under twenty one side. Oh, yeah. So I, I was surprised as yeah, well. I thought like yeah. some of the English lads are obviously playing under twenty threes or under twenty ones over in England. He's playing first team football here, like I was just yeah, expecting to see his name when I saw a couple yeah, of Yeah, he's Hopefully he might get in the next one or something, you know. The Waterford lag got on. Uh, the Zaki. Yeah. 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 He's a good player. He looked yeah, good as well. Yeah. Had a good goal in terms of cross. Mm. But uh, I think the idea behind the under-23 lads is because Stephen Kenny is going from the 21s to the first to the senior squad. So that they'll have two years with him because they they've been such an like, outstanding schoolboy team. Getting to the semi-final of the Euros and things like that. That they kind of... They think they're going to be the players, the next generation, I suppose. Oh, right. Yeah, it makes sense. To get them in. Yeah. I think the Padraig Amond one is like, or how many people would have known Padraig Amond before yeah. the, the the run in the cup? 
yeah. then you just get a, a couple of televised games. You score the winner against Premiership teams, and next thing you're on you're on the map. So I think it's about sometimes you might go your whole career in the lower leagues and, and never get really that chance. But he's taken his chance now when it's come to the to play in the big teams. A lot of people probably didn't even know he was Irish because <laughs> his name Amon, like you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. Irish. And what, what he's league a bit did of a they play? They're league, league two. two. Do you know, like you know, it's yeah, about exposure. Say, say Roy Donovan is playing the top league in Australia, like, and yeah. he's scoring goals. Or there's a few other lads, isn't there in Australia and America? Yeah, Richard Kyo was there as well, is he? Yeah, he was there. But obviously, it's harder for Mick McCarthy to send someone to watch Roy Donovan. I suppose his practicalities, like, but whether they're playing at a higher standard than the well, guy, like, you wouldn't even have to send someone. You Them just games watch are the games all the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Newport there actually just saying that um, Mike Flynn, the manager there, he's a really, really good manager. I was over there. My ex-manager was the manager and he was kind of like his coach. And you just see him, he's just work rate is excellent. Like he was buzzing around the training ground, you know, getting into everything, making sure all the players were all right, all the drills were done right, everything was right for the team. You see he was kind of stepping up to it. And now he's done really well with Newport. That's I think that's their second... FA Cup Top run. Yeah, I thought so that as well. They won last year yeah. as well, I think. And uh, I think they were close to getting promoted as well. He was doing he's doing really well for him, isn't it? But he's a local good man manager like yeah. me, yeah. He's, he's local to Newport as well. All right. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Did his pro licence actually Newport's training ground is right next to the Welch um, headquarters where they do the pro licenses and uh, all the licenses actually. All right. And he was on it with Thierry Henry. Yeah, so the next one you might you might need to have think about this one for a while. The most technically gifted player you've played with or against, either one. I leave the room there. You can you can name me. I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Vocally gifted, I would have said. Yeah. That was season one day, wouldn't it? I have to get that in. Come on now, it's a it's a weekly thing. Um, I'd say George Georgie for me was. Yeah, he was very, very good technique yeah. player. Right like he, in, even in training there, you'd, you probably yeah. know Huggy. you know he was going to do that step over. Yeah. And it was so slow, like sometimes <laughs> you're thinking, how has he got past me here? Yeah, he's brilliant. But for me, just to be able to make a run. Neil Fenn was quality. Fenny was, well, yeah. Technically, Fenny's yeah. touch technically was unbelievable. Quality's yeah. touch was brilliant. I, I, I played with Patsy Fran as well. It was technically insane. Do you know? Genuinely, yeah. yeah. And George, he was fantastic. Uh, two Northsiders, actually. Um, we done the Lee side eleven today. It was for the um, football memories, and Patsy was the first name everyone said. Yeah. We'd stick him in first, like you know. Everyone's gonna remember. So I remember Patsy as well when I was younger. He I know. Was I never even seen him. No? But yeah, no. I never watched him. I yeah. cross. He was <coughs> saw him playing a friendly for Douglas Hall last year. Still has a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He, um, I, I was, uh, I was at Cork City for about a year in the reserves, and I was doing well. And in the second year, I wasn't getting in with the first team and it looked like I wasn't going to go anywhere so I remember Patsy came down training with us I kind of I was playing kind of midfield right and I moved back to right back that suited me later but at the time I was trying to play midfield and did he we just do Hoggy's uh, <laughs> career from young to old before we did did we, oh, right. we did we did <laughs> <laughs> he was staring at me there, wasn't he? <laughs> I kind of shivered him Anyway, Patsy don't make me about four times in a row and I was like I'll never reach that level like I was going to give up completely but he was very good. Loads, loads of technical players. England, Flynn, there would have been a good few. Luke Freeman. Do you know Luke yeah. Freeman? Yeah. yeah. Great left yeah. foot, wasn't he? He, was, he came to Stephen Shroy. I think he went to Bristol then or something. Bristol City, yeah. Fantastic player. Very, very gifted. Like. And I went to Barn at that time when I robbed your yeah. move. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had Yannick Bellassi on one wing and Albert Adoma on the other wing. It was just like, get the ball wide and get in the box. You were a good team in FIFA then, actually. Oh, yeah. I used to pick, I used to pick Baron and FIFA. Two boys down the wing were unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Furlong up front, I think. Paul Furlong, 42 years old, ripped to shreds. Joel Byron at Stephen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good player, very good le- left footed player. Very technical. They're picking all the lefties. Yeah, do you know what? Like Le- the lefties stand out. I, they do, yeah. I think left-footed players like look uh, better on the ball, don't mm. they? They look more. Fluent. Yeah, I have an argument with my buddies about this. Both of them are left-legged, like that. Right. They think the best players in the world are always left-footed. But like. you'd you'd always say, oh, he has some left-foot in him. But you'd never hear a right-footed player. Yeah, you never get talked that. about like even oh, Beckham, he has some like, even Beckham, you no, wouldn't say it. Like, like, oh, left foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's true, isn't it? it looks different. Pat Morley, just before you go, was a very <coughs> technically anyway, accomplished <laughs> centre forward. Close the door there again, yeah. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> You're my friend, Rob. You know. <laughs> How are you getting home, Rob? <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he was another one. There's plenty. We could, there's plenty more, actually. Yeah. Younger age, I suppose. There was a player called Danny Dunn who played with me all the way up. He was fantastic. He was a Celtic as a young player. Um really really technically gifted yeah Stephen Daly my age group and Ken McCarthy they were class we're giving shout outs now and all <laughs> <laughs> uh, wor- world peace was good uh, yeah yeah yeah. just pass it around <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the next one was about uh, the attack on Grealish there Sunday oh, I yeah. didn't see that oh, at all it was a disgrace it was, it was. there was three three incidents over the weekend yeah there was there one was the United game as well Ar- Ar- yeah. an Arsenal Arsenal fan ran on and pushed Smalling but nothing kind of came of that. Yeah, yeah. And then the Grealish one, and then in the Hibs and Rangers game, a Hibs fan kicked the ball out of Tavernier's hands. So it's all within space. Getting, getting, getting on the pitch like, like yeah, every time. Pitch, like, yeah. Where's what happened to Grealish? Oh, your man got a dig. Ran on. Oh, oh, ran oh savage. Full on dig yeah. in the face. Like. Yeah. The thing is, if you man, if you man had a knife, like, you know, like he got, he got his jaw, like, so. <laughs> 14, 14 weeks in jail. You got to lose, yeah? yeah. What's so funny about that? <laughs> he made it worse, like. I know, but he could have. Like, if he had a knife and digged him with, uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, fair enough. I wasn't thinking that myself. Thought it was as bad. <laughs> you don't really, you don't really get make it worse. Either, like. <laughs> okay. You get kind of patted down, like, but they wouldn't look in your pocket. They wouldn't check your pockets or anything, like. I don't think so, no. And seeing that clip of the the Turkish, was it the Turkish game or? Yeah. 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 Did you watch the clip? I didn't. I didn't watch the clip. Yeah, it didn't seem like they they got stabbed or slashed in the wrists. It's like your man walked past and yeah, it was caught hard someone to see with. See what he was actually doing. Like. Yeah. Had a cut off him. <laughs> we said that last Steven. week. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> but there's talk of uh, Birmingham being deducted points and having to play behind closed doors for the rest of the season and. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was pretty savage. It's the worst. It was, yeah. Probably the worst I've seen in England. Anyway, you see kind of things. Mm. in South America and yeah. other places where the ref gets yeah. attacked and stuff but you'd never see it in England like it's one of those ones where even Murph wouldn't do it like isn't it crazy depends on mood it was classy Grealish go get the winner then in the same game yeah yeah, yeah. that's the way he shot him up in there did he yeah 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 <laughs> I suppose your head would go wouldn't it like yeah yeah emotions just take over there yeah they do don't they brilliant he's, lo- he's local as well like yeah, he's he been as all, all yeah. his life yeah so it would mean a lot to him Conor Horan played in that game did he yeah yeah Steve's that was actually kind of leads into the next yeah. word about how well some of the Cork lads are doing yeah, over in England at the like, moment yeah, yeah. you've him Alan Brown John Egan Moilers at Coventry Moilers at Coventry every week 
Yeah, Egan. They had a good win. Yeah, they yeah. have like four or five clean sheets between him and his um, yeah. defensive partner. So good that's players. Yeah, so very good player. Uh, there was a Cork City um, Kevin last Long. year. No. no, he went to. Did he go to Brentford? Is it? Chidozi. Yeah, Chidozi Bonnet. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. went to Limerick and then he went from Limerick to. Is Brentford. Yeah. Is it Brentford? Is yeah. It? yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard I much about. He went on loan and he came back. Yeah, he's come back. Yeah, he's been in around it like sub. Yeah, but he's he's a good player. He is a good player. Yeah, he was under nineteen when I was kind of just going in. Like, I was a bit two years older than him. I'd say very quick, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think that he rejected a contract at Cork and w- and went to Limerick when when we were there and that season he really came on, you know, physically yeah. and. Joe Gamble yeah. was the strength and conditioning coach at the time and he was working hard. Yeah, he was always been a, like, skinny. He wouldn't have been the strongest. Like. No, but he just filled out and I think playing 90 minutes every week yeah. really yeah, do you think to him. Yeah. He, he probably needs to play a bit more though than he's playing now, yeah, does he, do you think? Well, he, he's gone on loan. That probably mm. loan probably expired and he's come back. So, You know, game time is crucial. Like, yeah, isn't it is, it? yeah, yeah. Especially for, for the likes of Hopefully he gets back in. The Cork boys are, are doing us proud anyway. Anna Brown is absolutely flying, Anna, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Anna, like, Anna Brown, like he, she should get that award that Declan Rice got. Yeah, yeah. twenty-three years old. Good point. Yeah, twelve goals in championship this season. Like mm. he is, he's doing really well. Yeah, that's true. Actually, and he actually had the same amount of caps. As Who Declan would it Rice go to? Year. Actually, who would it go to besides him if it wasn't Declan Rice or would it be Alan Brown? Would I would imagine. Much? I would imagine so. Is there any other contenders? Maybe your man Obafemi at Southampton. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Brown's done more than him, really, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. Brown's scoring yeah. goals, like, yeah. cracking goals as yeah. well. Yeah, they and should like, announce that yeah. they've changed... They've listened to Fans Voice TV. <laughs> they've yeah. changed their minds. Does it make sense? He's, an, he's another ringman player, actually, Brownie. He is, yeah. Uh, what, are they, what are they giving him down, down there? What, Played with Cork City as well. They doing, what kind of shooting drills they doing there as a young fella? <laughs> Oh yeah, we had a long we're, pause. we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Rob swallowed his uh, voice box. <laughs> had a request for some uh, tips on five aside mm. from the experts. Five aside tips. From what experts? <laughs> tips from the five aside uh, experts who play left side football. <laughs> As I answered on Instagram, just goal hang. Goal hang, yeah. Five aside. No one's gonna remember. No one remembers somebody keeps like, clean sheet in five aside. Get yourself in goals. Enjoy yourself. For me, get another six players and go 11 aside. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. There is, there is uh, like, there's That's Lily's advice. There's a Irish team and there's, uh, there's a group of lads from Cork there represented Ireland in the... That was the foot, futsal, was it? It was yeah. five, five so it was a seven. I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, yeah. Wayne Doherty, uh, Gaza, Gaza was there. Uh, um, I think a lot of them would have been kind of around Knock Mahaney Celtic and stuff like that, I think, yeah. I think they did, they did all right as well. Do you know what I like about five sides is uh, you're probably normally wearing runners and stuff and whenever you're playing you can you can do things with the ball you can't normally do like on a pitch because of the, the studs you'd be wearing. Uh, like you know, dragging the ball yeah, yeah. with the underside and contorting the ball. Is yeah, like yeah. I think <laughs> you can though with the, with the sole <laughs> of your foot. Ah, yeah, manipulate. No. You know what I mean? Manipulating the ball. I'd be oh, all over that stuff. If I was Anyone saying. here, Rob? Yeah, yeah, manipulating yeah. lads. But if you try that in a real game, it doesn't work. You probably lose your place in the team. Like, <laughs> 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 Genuinely, well, you, you would. would. You'd be out. Yeah, yeah. Some players have been accused of 
like tying both shoes or boots oh, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more flicks. <laughs> they would, yeah. I remember actually Mickey Buckley, so Gary Buckley's yes, um, his debut. Yeah, his debut. It was in Europe. Hard. Gary Buckley's brother. No, uh, yeah, I think it was Europe. It was in Turner's Cross anyway. But it could it have been your maybe it wasn't might European, have been, but yeah, it might in my have been. head it was. He's come on for the last. He came in front of me actually half an hour me. and just Mickey get on and just keep it simple. He does straight away double step over, wasn't it? Yeah. Did he fall, did he fall over with the second <laughs> yeah. step I over? I think he kicked the ball out of play. He did. Week. He kicked it all. Out, he kicked it out of play. Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> well, he, he told me that story himself. Yeah. Did he? <laughs> oh, it's true. It happened. sticks in your head, doesn't yeah. it? It's brilliant. Uh, he's not a quality player. Excellent player. Very good technically. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Same as Gary. Uh, the next one is about Ronaldo in the Champions League <coughs> against Atletico last night. Turns up like the near the right every there, every time. Does I think that's it. Is, again, there's the argument between who's better, Messi, Ronaldo. You can't really go between the two of them. Everyone has different opinions. Like, but I'd always like, go Ronaldo because for the simple fact that Messi could sleep a hibernate for ten years and put twenty pounds on, still come out and have the same level of of game that he has. But Ronaldo's worked to get that yeah. like I think Messi was born with that talent Ronaldo's work for that talent that's what I'd always say Ronaldo because he's what is he now 34 and he's still doing it like yeah. and, he, and he still has that drive and like will to win and he just wants to be the best Messi just goes out and has a laugh Messi could take the whole team on and, and then come back and do it again like but Ronaldo just just like even some of the Juventus players when, when he first signed he, they said he was the first in and last to leave yeah. yeah, some lads are getting in and they're having their rubs, and he's in training already, or he's doing laps in the pool, there's, or there's a story. His that. work ethic is. Yeah, was, I read that as well. Was it Lu- Lucas Vasquez or someone at Real Madrid? His first ever call up to train with the first team because he was in the B team all the time. And he said, "I'm getting there two hours early. I'm going to be the first person there." He, said, he got there. There was just a Ferrari in the car park. <laughs> no Ronaldo other, was in. no other cars. Oh. Ronaldo was out taking free kicks. Yeah, you have to admire that. Yeah, he just made it his life, hadn't he? Like yeah. everything else is outside of it. Football is his life. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whereas you kind of would, you kind of have a life outside of football as well. And yeah, he's you know, throwing everything at it. Like he, really, he's just everything's football. Nothing else comes. Yeah, but I think after it, like, I agree with you, right? But, and I think what's brilliant about him as well, and he's won me over a lot, is his leadership qualities actually, because Portugal won the European Championships. Yeah, man, he was leading. Yeah. Like yeah, he was. And same with Juventus mm. last night, which you wouldn't expect. I don't know when I saw an earlier, a younger Ronaldo. I suppose it's natural enough. But he's he's matured as well, like yeah, he's he become be, a leader. He'd be demanding <coughs> ball, and he wasn't kind of staying in any one position. Yeah, he was going after. He was getting on the ball, and making sure he was in charge of what was happening. Like and a brilliant header, yeah. oh, brilliant yeah, header. Like, he's so good in the air, isn't he? Yeah, his leap, his athleticism. For that header was really poor, though, as well. Did he get pushed a little bit? Oh, he did definitely. He definitely. But again, mm. the ball was there to be won, like your and your man kind of covered you, up. You, you never. Get you wouldn't get a penalty for it. Yeah, his body shape was wrong. I, to, I think it. your man, uh, the defender. Uh, looked to me like he was almost hoping for a foul. Eighty percent sure he was getting a foul there. Yeah, because the way he just let himself yeah. go, and yeah. he didn't fight it at all. Probably, and I think that's why mm. it was probably allowed. You yeah. know, he was looking for it too much. So aggression for some, especially like yeah. the way he has kind of the image of being soft and diving and like that aggression in the air. Like that was like a centre back. Yeah, going yeah. and attacking the ball like and the timing of it. Like like you say, the, when it counts, he just delivers. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> mm. It's unbelievable. Personally. Even reports when he first went to United that he used to just take the Mickey in training and just do step overs and, and make people look like fools and the lads used to just kick lumps yeah. out of him. But the reports that I heard was that he used to just get up and do do it again and, and again and again. He'd never shy away from 
But it, like as you said, you spotted at the start, like his work ethic is something to be admired all around. Totally. Like you know, and it's not, it's not put out there. Like all his step overs, his goals are put out there, but it's not him. You know, as you said, five six o'clock in the morning, going to the training ground and getting ready, swimming or doing laps or anything like that. Or mm-hmm. you know, especially if you got young players here and they're if they're decent enough and they're kind of in around the Cork team as a young fella or something like that, and you know, there's maybe an Irish call up. Like is that is that young fella? Are you getting up at like six o'clock in the morning to go for that extra run? Are you are you doing your forty minutes in the gym when you can? You know, are you there early in training? Are you leaving last? Are you looking after your yeah. nutrition early? That dedication, like, it has paid off for him. Yeah. As you said, like, he's obviously talented, but he's not as naturally uh, talented as other players as yeah, well. Yeah. There's there's many other players that are better than Ronaldo around the place. Technically, but he's made himself the best. He's just made yeah. himself the best, and, it's and a, even it's a great example. Yeah, it's heard many Man United players say that Nani was better than Ronaldo. Tech, like technically, skillfully, when he arrived, than Ronaldo was when he arrived. But like, their Nani prayers. just loved partying and having a laugh, like living the footballer lifestyle. And Ronaldo was just dedicated one hundred percent. Rio Ferdinand, I think, had an article saying that Ronaldo used to hide behind. Did anyone read that behind the tree when they were going in uh, after training? With the with the balls, so that he could stay out and kick balls because they tell him go in. You know, he's the hide behind. Yeah, the, the that's, that's, a lot of managers wouldn't let you out. There they would, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a recovery, mm. they wouldn't. They'd be like, get in, you know, yeah, stop. Do your hamstring yeah. or something. Yeah. Ferdinand has some. No, some good stories about Ronaldo. One of them was that table tennis. He used to be decent table tennis, and Everett came in and just smashed him, and all the lads were laughing. So he's gone out, bought a table tennis table, <laughs> practised, and then come in and beat Everett. That's, that's the kind of mentality he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ferdinand buzzes off him and tells some great stories, but it's all about so that. Competitive. He's so yeah, mm. And like even now he's at the top. He just won't stop. He just keeps wanting yeah. to get better. So I have I to say, anyone see the documentary about him there, or this movie? Yeah. I found it hard. I didn't watch all of it now. I just thought it was a bit one dimensional about like just about Ronaldo is fantastic kind of thing maybe it was the way it was made yeah I think it was the way it was made yeah, yeah maybe yeah actually but just on documentaries any of you watching the <coughs> Formula 1 documentary on Netflix no it's, I saw it advertised it is superb what's it called uh, Formula 1 drive speed or so, I don't yeah, know what it's called to be honest just, it's if you go on Netflix they're advertising it at the moment kind front, of, yeah. you know, I, I don't know drive to survive or something like that but it's the same it, makers as Senna, isn't it? I said same that, makers yeah, as Senna, yeah. but I don't even like Formula One. Like I was kind of a bit dodgy. I said, you know what? I kind of like documentaries, so I click into it, like watched it anyway. It's superb, superb documentary. Well done, who's ever made it? But it just goes into the drivers, you know, and they, their work rate and stuff like that. And you see the same kind of thing as football. Like it's High funny how like sport is quite similar like they're all happy when they're winning and stuff like that and then the, the good times are there and then you know you're losing and the bad times are there but uh, it's it's great to see that there's actually a couple of drivers there's one in particular um, I think he was driving for like uh, Force India or some team I, I think it was him anyway but it's just his attitude like you know he was going home from the racing and then the, the night before like we spoke about the visualisation stuff he was like in in a car in like uh, obviously Simulated thing. Simulated thing. But the simulator wasn't on. Right. He was just remembering in his head the track and oh, he was yeah. doing the little braking movements and what he what he thought, like going around the, the track the next day. Obviously they've raced around it so much before they, yeah, they yeah, do yeah, the yeah. qualifying loop. But it's something that's like I was thinking 
if you're a footballer, would you you'd know the pitch? Say you're going to um, Coleman's Park in the morning to play a game, and you were like thinking of every corner. I'm going to get the ball out here on the left hand side, and I'm going to turn, and I'm going to set one two someone, and then I'm going to strike, and I'm going to hit the top or right hand corner. <laughs> Darren's eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know that's that it does. Does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I do that before the podcast to prepare for it. Just so you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that why you're always oh, yeah. late, hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you, are you visualising yourself uh, taking a sip of your coke, is it? <laughs> and then dropping it on the ground and then saying, oh, sorry, sorry to the cabin. <laughs> uh, I think my, my visualisation always just consists of me scoring the best goal ever. <laughs> Every time, it's, it's going to happen today. <laughs> I just put visualisation out the window now. <laughs> but do you actually do that? Oh yeah, before every game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Churchill. Do you visualize, yeah. Oh no. Do you like before a game? Yeah. Yeah, I think about how, what what's gonna happen in the Very game good. and what who I'm who I'm gonna be playing against. Yeah. And, uh, but it always does go to the ball's gonna come over my shoulder and I'm gonna catch it perfectly on the volley into the far corner. Do you know what works as well when you visualize the bad stuff that happens too? So like <laughs> when, you think, <laughs> when you think you're gonna make a mistake, Jack Greenish, and you've thought about it, you end up making the mistake like. It's weird, like, as a defender, you kind of know, but if if that starts creeping into your head at all, you're doomed. Yeah. You're doomed. So what's your advice? Don't let the negative creep in. Yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how do you go beyond the negative when it comes in? How do you get it out of your head? Go to the positive? Yeah, I think you have to realise that you're doing it, like, come aware that that thought is going to affect yeah, trigger, you. Yeah. It's like the way people say it, it's that open goals are harder than other chances. Because yeah. you, have so much, you have so much time to think about it, and there's it can only go wrong basically. There you go, yeah. And you're thinking about that. Yeah, you're thinking about it going wrong in an open goal situation. Do you know what happens? A lot of players, and it, look, it's happened to probably everyone here, but it's happened to me. Is when you lose the ball, you kind of like you kind of go shy. So in in a game, you oh, lose yeah, you it, go you shy. lose it, you go yeah. shy. You don't want yeah. to go in and Good get point. it again, especially a high pressure game or something like that. Especially it's, midfield, yeah, it, because it, you have to yeah, demand I, it. Like, I found yeah. in midfield, and it was a kind of thing, you know, as a younger player, you would be, but then as you get older, you get a bit more experience and start to come out of it. But it's great advice to give a player is that, like, don't be afraid to go back in and get that ball again, like, you know, mm. and that's something I see a lot of players You'd do. You'd be hoping them. that if you had a manager, yeah, that was because encouraging you, encouraging yeah. you. because yeah. unfortunately, when you get to that, you yeah. know, senior league of Ireland level or even once senior league level, I mean, that we respect. Uh, you know the the results are important for the manager or for the players, and so it, it's kind of it can be hard to yeah. keep encouraging. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's it's that my, balance. My friend it? was actually telling me a story about managers encouraging. There now, he was playing uh, AUL like one of the lower divisions, and they only had ten players. So the manager said, "Lads, anyone have any friends now? Just bring them along. We need numbers." Like, so your man's after bringing his buddy out, and your man's useless, but he has to play. And the manager is just abusing him. <laughs> every, time, every time he gives the ball away, the manager's on him like. <laughs> he manages to rest him out. Did I not tell you on Tuesday night of training? The man's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> said, we were all on the pitch like. You He's can't, helping us. Can't abuse him like Brilliant. that. Brilliant. Oh my god. Going back to your point though, like thinking about stats afterwards and not getting too down. So as a midfielder, compared to a right back or someone in a different position, you might. Say your pass percentage rate was sixty two percent, some other fellas was eighty or ninety percent. But you, you might as a midfielder be after receiving a ball sixty times more than someone else. So obviously your ratio is mm. gonna come down. 
So I think, as you say, if you lose the ball in midfield, especially as a midfielder, you've got to have the courage to get back on it and yeah. keep doing yeah. it. And, yeah. you, you know, that, that's probably a characteristic of a midfielder. I think yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a crucial one, isn't it? Yeah. care they lose yeah. the ball, he just gets on all the yeah. time. Or people no, go no. too far the other way and get sent off trying to win the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know, <laughs> I know you normally have your story, but I have a great story from the weekend. Um, you can take so, over I didn't have a great one today anyway so no no you can, can s- still say your story but this is a, f- a, a funny story um, from the weekend my, my assistant dad Bon Clody he takes the B team but he was playing for Wexford Youth they lost um, 6-1 to, oh, yeah. to Cove we'll get on to that point so his head was gone a small bit on Sunday we, we both played at 11 o'clock so sometimes my A team game is on 11 and there might be on a half one so I'd have him but we didn't have him so we were struggling for numbers with the two squads so we only had probably one sub each um, and there was a lad text in saying, I'll tell about this week, but we haven't seen him since <laughs> end of July or August. We had a pre-season in, in, uh, in Galway and the lads went out that night. He hadn't been seen since. Like, <laughs> I, I, he didn't go back since in the, the bus or he has uh, <laughs> no one knew what happened. Next thing, there was a text out of nowhere. Uh, Red, they call him Red is his nickname, like, you know. So one of the, the captain of the A-team texts in, um, return of the Mac. Mac Morrison is back, like you know. Yeah. So all the lads were like, "Oh, cheers, Red, whatever." He was the sub for. The next day, my assistant texted me saying, "Who's Mac Morrison?" So I said, "Oh, that's Red," you know, thinking that he he'd know that Stephen Redmond is 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 playing. Didn't he write the team sheet out? Red was his sub. Mac Morrison, he wrote on the team sheet <laughs> <laughs> because in the change room he said. Uh, Mac, Mac, Mar- Mac Morrison, yeah, and you, Red was like, yeah, You're like laughing. Yeah, yeah. He's wrote it. A players get injured, and referees come over. The ref knows who Steve Redmond is, and yeah. he's looking at number twelve. That's re- who's Mac Morrison. The ref wouldn't even bring him on. As oh, so, yeah. the boys are out the ten. Oh my god, really? That was the best thing ever. Mac Morrison, yeah. Oh, I thought it. You know when you hear Return of the Mac, you, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like. But his head was obviously gone from the, the night before. <laughs> losing. Blame, and blame just, him. Blame him, Johnny. We're not all on your level in terms of references, though. I, I actually didn't know what you were talking about. Mac Mar- Morrison. Sorry. Mark, Mark Morrison. It's yeah. like, yeah. turn up the Mac. You know that song? <laughs> no idea. What? Yeah, I do. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I could see how we got lost in translation, right. is the only thing yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> There's no radios in Wexford. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was that was funny. It and was. then obviously the the YouTube um, clips of Return of the Mac and all the uh, Mars songs that are coming on the WhatsApp yeah, yeah. group. Did yeah. He, so. Did you ask him where he was all the time? <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't actually see him. It was the B team. So. Oh, he and he didn't, didn't even. Yeah. Did didn't he win? Come on. He didn't. No, so I didn't. No found out where where he was all the time. No, <laughs> a, mi- a mystery. <laughs> Something to do next week, maybe. Yeah, it's a good night out though. If he's missing for oh, six months, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> six days is my best. <laughs> time in the podcast. We're oh, going uh, to Rob's weird story. So my story this week is about uh, David Bentley's Eng- England call up. I don't know if it was his only one. He definitely didn't have many. But uh, I basically how he made a complete. Balls of it. He said this is his own interview, so I'm not uh, calling him out or anything. Uh, said first training session, got the balls out, and they were doing a cross and finishing drill. And uh, Capello was the manager, and he said to Beckham, uh, "Go out on the right hand side." And Bentley's gone. What? I'm the best crosser on this team. I'll go out there. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just like, <laughs> he was like 21, 22 at the time. Like Beckham, the England captain. 
Everyone's just looking at it. Oh my God, is this guy for real? <laughs> <laughs> so Beckham was just like, yeah, go on out. So he did cross and finishing. That was all right. But then he was bored and Capello couldn't speak any English. So him and one of the other fellas came up with a game. Joe, you play like chicken. You have to say it like when you were in school. You have to say a word and say it louder and louder oh, and louder until like someone gets caught, basically. In the library. Or yeah. It's like... Yeah, yeah you'd be good at that, really. But because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the Martin champion, <laughs> because uh, Capello was the manager, and they reckoned he looked like Postman Pat. They were basically shouting Postman Pat down to the team bus. <laughs> the manager. Do you, who, do you know who the other player was? Uh, I can't remember. I could. I I'll have to trot up on a uh, Twitter or something. Cause I can't remember. But uh, then it escalated because Capello couldn't speak English, so he didn't know who Postman Pat was. So it escalated to when they were talking to him personally that they'd just keep slipping in Postman Pat into the conversation. Who is this Postman Pat? <laughs> <laughs> so so like, I want you to play on the right wing. So, all right, Postman Pat, you want me to play on the right wing, Postman Pat? <laughs> Brilliant. And then it got even weirder than that because he actually, he got his friend to drop McDonald's to the team hotel to him as well. <laughs> <laughs> as you do. But they weren't allowed out. They had curfews and all that. So he told his friend the room number. His friend drove around and handed in the window to him. He never brings room away. Unbelievable. Good story, Rob. Good story. Just talking about how professional Ronaldo is. A few months getting McDonald's delivered. Probably is a reason he retired when he was 28. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Two good stories this week. That's... Thanks for that. Yeah, very good. No book story, no? I might do, actually. Book? Not Not yet. There's a couple a of people asking as well. Are you going to give away a book on the podcast? I will do. Um, yeah. Three books to give away. Three books? Three books, oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. I, I have four gear bags to give away. <laughs> four <laughs> gear bags. <laughs> Raise you, baby. <laughs> um, I suppose we'll do another question while we're waiting for Hoggy to get a story ready. I think Please. So. Should we talk about Cove's first oh, one? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was a great win, isn't great it? Great win. Did anyone go down to it? No, do you know I was down there last week and then the week one week I don't go and then there's seven goals scored the game like yeah. <laughs> I was in London this weekend so I couldn't go to some result though especially they needed it after Brilliant, the first yeah. two first James Kenny got two did he yeah, yeah Stephen Kenny, Kenny was was he on fire was he great yeah. he's yeah. a great player yeah very good technically gifted he. he yeah, had gave me so many assists down the limerick. He was brilliant for yeah. that season yeah. actually. When mm. I was in, I was in Cove that year. Yeah, you fucking ran yeah, away he, in that league. Mm. He was just making his way under Tommy Dunn when I was there. You yeah. could see he had potential to get better. Like mm. if he kept at it, and I'm delighted to see he has. They have a good team. They turn it down there as well. Yeah, yeah. Shane O'Connor. Like there's, that's there's a good, little good experience there as well. Like, yeah, I didn't need that. Going like it's tough. Wexford, tough Wexford league. could struggle. Like yeah, if it they're they're shells. On Friday night, away to Shells, like that's another tough game. Yeah, Shell are doing well. They have a very, very strong team. Good strong, yeah. They spent big money in the off season to get fellas in, like experienced Premier Division players. Like, yeah, did are they showing their highlights as well on the online or whatever? I, s- I seen they had something up. Was it a cup game at on midweek? Did they play bowls in the cup? Yeah, yeah. They, they had yeah. them them clips up. So some, right. some of the clubs are doing see, it. Yeah. Did you see Coves? Coves have highlights. I didn't see any. I of didn't them, see no. any goals. Nah. And you would love to see seven goals there, like, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, 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 bit strange, yeah. Do you know the young lad for Cove in the middle of the park? I like him, uh, David, I don't know what his surname Dave is. Dave Hurley? Yeah. I think he's a good player. Yeah. And good Lamb, um, Matt Lamb, is it? 
Dunham's a very good player. Yeah, very I was good watching last year, the cheapish, but <laughs> kept getting on it. <laughs> that was bad. That was my next one, Darren. Get a woolly. You would know it. Oh my god. Ruin that there. You too. That was my first one. They didn't get that today. Oh, you. Oh, me or you? Alright, uh, Rob, will I go or? Go for it, yeah. Okay, so this isn't a funny one necessarily, but. Um, Share it. Rob, you go so. <laughs> <laughs> He's still going on the landing. Share it. Alright, so I'll just skip to Friday, 12th September 2008, right? Uh, no sign of no show Joe at training this morning. Gamble? Yeah, it's a bit longer to get to the last bit. Alright. Yeah, yeah, no sign of no show Joe at Gamble at training this morning. Carney rings me a few times, but there's no answer. Maybe he's gone to the same paths. Jokes, Laurie. Do you remember Laurie? Yeah. Um, we train for an hour and then with the gaffer, uh, we look at the late goal, Derry goal on TV. He points out what we could have done better. After the video session, I go to the gym to do some core work. Crazy Daz Murphy is checking his wages slip. <laughs> 50% wages in. Get in there. <laughs> he's delighted as he's also heard that the potential new investor has bought the pub and there's been something on Red FM about a bid for the club too. But uh, do you remember saying that? <laughs> I, do. I remember you saying that. Do you remember yeah. saying that? <laughs> get in. 50%, he did, yeah. 50 of our wages. Is, is get in there. I get that engine for the car to blow up. Get in. <laughs> Just the time we were in. Like, we're delighted. That. That. Do you know what? That was the time I was renting as well. That's why I was yeah. so happy. Jesus. Yeah. Mad. It, it was crazy. We're so man. happy to yeah. be getting half our wages. <laughs> Because I, I imagine we didn't probably get paid a few weeks before or yeah, something. They kind of yeah. scraped fifty percent together for us. Mm. But uh, kind of a sad story this week, lads. Yeah, yeah. that. You just brought it all back <laughs> to Daz. Yes, <laughs> for the fifty percent. How long ago you bought a? <laughs> is it not a biography? Is it you wrote about me? Or how uh, long was? How long? What was the longest you would have gone without getting paid that time? I don't know. Um, it, like. I think there was about six or eight weeks where we got nothing. I, I think. I could be wrong now. I'd have to look back. We went down to about 30%. Yeah, you know, Johnny, yeah. At the I very start. Then, I don't I know what it went up to. Like seven or eight thousand or something. All in all or something like mm. that. I was up about seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> I just got first class over the baronet. <laughs> <laughs> and you had your car that went on fire. That's that and might help. Yeah. That's where yeah. the seven or eight grand went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chrome blade the engine. The Renting then in Douglas. Okay. A more expensive place, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I like there, but the problem was there was financial troubles for about two years. Yeah. So it was just very unsettling. I and I had just gone, I had gone and come back from a week's um, trip over to Germany to see the Bayern Munich doctor, Muller Wolfhart. So they said, "Oh, you, you." you. <laughs> <laughs> I was next door to Mother Hubbard. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you not seen the, the Bayern Munich doctor? He's a German doctor as well. Dr. Muller Wolfhart, no? He's like no. the long flowing grey hair. He, he comes on. Not anytime. making this up for you. Know? No, no. <laughs> waiting for a pun in there know, somewhere. Yeah, like. yeah. Anytime <laughs> any Bayern Munich player goes down or German national team game, you, you'll see him coming on. And we get, we'll have Is he as good that. as uh, our doctor? But, but I'd been over there and the club basically said, look, you sort, okay. you sort it out and we'll reimburse it in, like, you know? Oh, okay. So probably about five or six grand. Oh, God. Yeah. And then... 
collapsed. <laughs> I was like, cheers, bud. <laughs> but um, Andy Cole was over at the same time as me. He was he? He's like Kip Tanui. He's all them. He's really, top level. Yeah, Michael Owen, Balak. He'd have loaded the them players over. I think he used to like spin blood and and, and inject it back in. Load of injections. Is he based in their ground or is it his private surgery? Private, yeah, private yeah. surgery. Private, yeah. yeah. But, um, a good job Michael Owen alright didn't he <laughs> <laughs> but that's it kind of you know Bayern Munich doctor and you know he kind of comes up with something might heal a few players and then everyone's kind of flopping yeah. them I remember as well in, in the UK the AC Milan doctor used to come over and it was 500 euros an appointment to see this guy for an hour and big big money like you know and you're going down there like is he really going to do anything for you like that any other physio can't do like you know yeah, it's the in thing, I suppose. Of course, yeah. Horse that bad. was thing for a while, wasn't it? That was it. That was him. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It was really so weird. weird. I, used to, I used to get so strange, like pumped with injections, and did it work? Yeah, it worked. Yeah, and struggling to walk back to the hotel room, then like hotel oh, around right. the corner. But um, the the <laughs> car city doc actually came on that trip with me. German <laughs> feet. Yeah. Did he? There's yeah. a guy. There's a guy that uh, worked with me. Right. Guy. He's from Kerry. And down there, apparently, there's this um, uh, farmer that treats players. No, I think he was something to do with sports before or whatever. But he said he's gone down there and he had a sore hamstring. And uh, he said, down into the spud farm. And he makes you run up and down the, the spud farm. And I don't know what way the spuds are laid out on the floor or what. He said, it's meant to heal you straight away. So he said... He had a big championship game on the Sunday. He got injured on the Thursday, Friday or something like that. He went down running on the on the spuds and his hamstring was grand for the game. So that was all right. So then, it worked. And, and then, sure, he's a goalkeeper. Like, was there <laughs> 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 so yeah, your head would be mashed after that. <laughs> 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 so he's like, what's going on down in Kerry, lads? Come on, like. The new thing now is stem cell um that like, uh, yeah i heard about that right but it's in stem cells kind of illegal or something i don't there's know a, but there's a, cr- a crowd that do it in in cork is there yeah but uh, like i think you're supposed to get it from your bone marrow so it's coming from yeah from there i, I don't know well i think stem cells are like they're 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 just normal cells in your body and they can grow into whatever they regenerate so the tissue itself, yeah. like if you if you take cells from your liver you can actually grow a liver then from it that's the kind of theory behind it, I think. So, I imagine, yeah, like it would have to probably come from your own body. I, I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, it does, yeah, the yeah. Mechanics of it or so. Can you get stem cells? Can you get stem cells from someone else's calf and put it into your calf, maybe, or something like that? I don't know. Because each cell has an identity. So, mm. a cell, I think a calf muscle cell can't grow to be like a hamstring cell or something like that. So, bit of interesting facts for you. Love it, Murph. Yeah. If you get Flinny's uh, calves, because he was quick off the mark. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's Imagine we can brain. make a perfect player with... We should do that, actually. Football brain. Like Your quad and Hoggy's vocal cord. <laughs> 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 Flinny's weight, anyway, definitely. <laughs> there, is a co- there is a crowd in America experimenting with genetic mutation to do that. Are you there? Yeah. You can make yourself taller or make yourself... More muscular or whatever you want, like. What are you trying well, to you say? Hug you there when you were <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Why are you looking at me so taller? I can't look at anyone. I think uh, what's happening now at the moment is that, like, you know, all these uh, crowds that take your DNA, they take your DNA sample, you like send it away, and they tell you your family tree. Oh Have you seen yeah, any yeah. Of that, the it's like heritage. Um, but apparently, the owners of that are like something uh, previous owners in Google or something or something kind of behind it anyway. But I think they're looking in the future that 
they will have people's DNA um, going, going in the future and banks yeah, DNA yeah. so then like they're taking younger people's DNA now so maybe the conspiracy, technology conspiracy might be there the week with yeah. they might more sciencehistory.com <laughs> we got you in 20 years <laughs> we know what you're doing <laughs> crazy Des is coming to get you so, so basically if you give your DNA now 25 Bad and 50 boys, you bad boys. What you gonna like do? They might be able to do that, <laughs> right, right. Something like that. Morph science uh, story. Or as well, there's, there's things behind it. Now you can make perfect uh, humans. Like you can take Ronaldo's <laughs> DNA, say, or something, and buy it, and then put it into your kid. Maybe something like that. Do you know what all these fertility? Would you do it? Stuff? Ronaldo's my kid. <laughs> 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 Boy, I'm a little Juventus kid. <laughs> this has really escalated. <laughs> so we're coming away from the science fiction yes. and back yeah. into the football. Uh, the next one was about what uh, could UCC play in the League of Ireland if it ever there ever came a time when uh, they needed more teams and there was someone that suggested that the likes of Kerry could put it could potentially have a team, or Mayo or other regional teams like that, but it's uh, probably UCC are the best set up to just go in, really like. I think that's what they're hoping for. Well, not UCC necessarily, but the Kerry, uh, district league and the uh, there's a few, isn't there? There Carlo and is it, is it Kerry? Do they? I think they actually want to go into the League of Ireland, but I I don't think I don't think I think there's a certain amount of numbers obviously in the League of Ireland that they're not allowed in or something. Maybe they're not sure whether they're going to have more teams or less yeah. when Cabin Teeley joined that time. I think there was yeah. a bit of... I think Cabin Teeley have a large catchment area, don't they? But it sounds like a schoolboy team... Jo- it did sound like a schoolboy team joining the league and you're kind of thinking, is that going to strengthen the league? I think just at that time they needed any other team yeah. to go in. Especially on the Dublin team as well, though. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. come away from it. Like, cause, as you said, there's not... Even for playing, coaching, whatever, getting involved in... There's Cove and Cork City and kind of Waterford, Limerick, down around kind of Munster and then it, the rest of it's kind of top heavy. Yeah, really. yeah you, you ideally you'd have more Munster teams, wouldn't you? Like you would. Um, but I think back to the question, I, I, th- I think UCC could definitely yeah, slot yeah. into the first division somewhere. They have, yeah. they have everything there for them already. Like they Even passing there tonight, just yeah. the floodlights on, the pitch is actually in great nick. Actually, Ringman are playing UCC tonight. Yeah, that that must be in the game. I yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Like with the Mardig and out as well, they're probably better set up than the majority of yeah. League of Ireland teams with gym facilities and. Coaching. Would they would they stay amateur? Then they possibly would. Like are UCD amateur mainly? Well, I suppose yeah, I think they're the the they at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but I think at times when they've been in the Premier Division, they've had players on money. But at the moment, it's all scholarships. I think. Okay. I think a big thing is the licensing. Like, what I heard was that. Limerick went down quite tight with the licensing and if they didn't make it there was some Shannon Town or something lad who who were basically ready to step in who had the license sorted so oh yeah yeah mm. never heard of Shannon Town so. never really makes sense to me like how yeah. like Limerick could get one when they had, couldn't pay their players last season yeah I suppose you have to show yeah a projection for the season and you know you get a little ticket about I don't, I don't actually know yeah. how it works but you know. I've never heard of someone being rejected for one. Mm. Like you know, any team that's in the league already, they never, they've never been rejected. One of the things league. that is good is that from the licensing is that you have to play the players by the end of the season or before the season starts next year. Oh, is that that's pre-season? Is it? Uh, 
before the, I think it's before the start of the next of the next season. So that's why we got paid back money on a number of occasions because um the club wouldn't have got oh, the so license. Well, it was one occasion oh, in particular. Yeah, in two thousand and nine. Yeah, that kind of puts a protection. It on does. The yeah, I didn't know yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, but then who knows? Yeah, what other requirements as well? I think wasn't there? Was there trouble with Bray last year? Yeah. So obviously they paid the players, but I think the one of the players get shafted for like an operation or something. Yeah, I think it was. That the guy he came back and scored against them then for for someone. Yeah. Like Trini going to Germany. I think there's two. I think Hugh. Hugh 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 (laughs) I think there was two players got operations and had to pay like like same as you. We'll pay you back for it, but we don't have it now. Yeah. But then obviously they didn't have any money, so Hmm. I think the lads got it back in the end, but they were waiting a long time, like. Tough on eyes, isn't it? As you say, with the licensing, like you think that's all cleared up, and yeah, and and with insurance, you think the clubs yeah. have a high insurance that would cover the cost of the the players who you know needed what them operations. What I found interesting when we went from full time back down to part time, Mull got injured. He did his cruciate, I think, at the time. I was actually meant to be playing, and Stephen Mulcahy. Stephen Mulcahy. And I, I was conflicted. I was playing a different match, <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, another story. But anyway, he played and he did his cruciate, and he was working for himself or for his dad at the time. And like, instead of maybe if you were full time, and you had done your cruciate, your wages were, you know, they're gonna have to pay you till you're up, right, to the end of the season at least. He literally was he, you know, part time wage and then out of work. Yeah back in uh, well down so like, well down yeah. and it like took a big knock yeah. so like the, the difference in rehabbing from full time to part time or amateur is ridiculous the like, difference in sorry just how hard it is to rehab yeah. you oh. fit it around your work you like, fit it around yeah. Yeah. around work you can like plus you're you don't see the physio every day you might see the physio once every week yeah. or every two weeks and it's costing you the benefits of full time you could go are are like just multiple like when you when you go full time you've all that support ideally for when you're injured yeah. and you literally you're with your physio every day tracking all your rehab like you don't miss anything like anything goes any bit wrong it's spotted so fast like yeah how's your rehab going Rob? it's uh, going all right I started since my surgery I was kind of on a bed rest for two weeks just taking handy keep it all elevated ice it all that stuff. Keep it up, you know. You said that's a Darren Murphy one. <laughs> Can't wait to get it up. Go but, on. But uh, I went by, started back my physio now this week, so it's just trying to progress things, Keep get it it stronger, and yeah. see how long it takes. Basically, back into the Munster senior league then. Yeah. Playing for Douglas. Back with Douglas Hall, yeah. Scoring goals. That's the plan. Just on the Munster senior league, I was at a game of the weekend, uh, intermediate cup game between Avondale and Middleton. Finished Avondale two one. Bit of controversy at it, alright. Um, Penalty shouts, is it? Or? Yeah, well, Middleton, Middleton, I tell you, Middleton took off like the first 10 minutes. I, I didn't think Avondale were going to kick a ball. They were all over him. Where um, was it, Marv? Sorry. Down, uh, in Avondale. Alright. So, uh, Jake Hagerty, free kick. I saw it on you put up I on, saw it on, on your clip. Yeah. Oh my God. It looked brilliant. Kick, and you got a good shot of it, actually. Yeah, it was a good mm. angle on it. Got it um, and then. For once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <they're, they're, laughs> They're one nil up, kind of pushing, and then Danny Morrissey got taken out of the box. Now, from where I was standing, kind of looked clear pen, pen all right, like, but I think the referee was kind of maybe kind of looking towards the linesman, and did he get, like, I looked at it at half time on the video, and it kind of looked all right, 
did uh, I think it was Dave O'Leary did he come in from the side and did he get a touch it was kind of a bit ropey but at the time look he thought it was a clear pen but again made the decision but straight away when that happened Avondale broke and then they got a pen down the other end of the pitch one all then scored uh, from a free kick 2-1 and then Middleton ended up losing again 2-1 so it makes it more controversial that they didn't get a penalty and Avenel and Udler in and got a penalty and scored it. Yeah. So Especially when it's so like instant that they're still they're still giving out at one end yeah. and suddenly it's like... Yeah, Instead of 2-0, it's, really it's one off. I think there was a bit yeah. of uh, confusion as well around... I'm not too sure the details from just the video. It looks, I, it looks like a two-foot tackle on the video, but apparently it was for a push and apparently the push was outside the box. But the linesman never communicated to the referee, and the referee took it as the flag as a penalty, or something like that. Anyway, but that was the one all, and then and then the two one from the free kick. So look, if you, I'd say if you're kind of involved in, the, if you're in the middle, then can't be coming away from that game pretty kind of sick anyway. Yeah, but look, um, they've had a good few years. I'm not getting over that victory or defeat for them. Like obviously, it's going to feel like a sickener, but like they won the league last year. They're in the intermediate yeah. quarter final this year. They have a brilliant clubhouse. Things yeah. are going well down there, aren't they? I tell you, it, they're a very, very good football side. A very good football side. It was a great game to watch. Great. There was, there was some and great I'm delighted for Avondale as well, because yeah. Ken Bruton, you can have them playing football as well. Yeah, Ken likes to play, yeah. But mm. um, no, both teams did really well. And look, they're both representing Cork at the end of the day. So, so the semi-final is Cork. Semi-final, is it? Cork semi-final, no, Rockmount, uh, Viabra. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So Minute and Crumlin and the other, wow. other side then. It's like an old yeah. school Rockmount, Avondale. <laughs> uh, Where's that, yeah. Marv? Um, that is in Avondale as well. All right. So yeah, we're going to go and video that now as well, I'd say. Um, but the one thing that kind of came out of it, I, I suppose, look, people were kind of coming on top of the referee for the game and stuff like that. But, I'm kind of looking at it in a way, what way can both t- uh, parties, like managers and players, go for with referees together, kind of like, you know, and improve all around. Yeah. That's basically what's behind us doing the the videos and the highlights is like, obviously a platform for them um, to, to shine, but as well, you know, a game improvement. I found analysis improved me massively as a player, and I think it would work for both referees, uh, managers and players as well. Yeah. There are three people in that boat. But um yeah, so a couple of good shouts on social um they were saying about like mic and the refs up. So maybe we could get them mics and communication, but I think I I, I think even even um my team down in Wexford, the, the refs in the lane they'd be mic'd up there. Some of the games, like yeah, because we played just Willow, too. we played that lone team away from home and uh, same thing. Yeah, the yeah. referees had microphones like. Yeah, but I think it is difficult. Like as you said, you you saw it, real time. You thought it was a clear pen. You watched it at half time. You think, oh, he came yeah. in from the side. Did he get a touch? Yeah, yeah. The other side, the other pen. It looks like a two footer, but then he push. got pushed before, so it was outside the box. So, what angle does the ref see or what? Like it's 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 real time and mm, it's never easy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not, not easy. It's not easy. It's no. not easy. And as we said, I don't know, last week before, you could have. Five different people seeing the mm, same thing, angles. but that's five different conflicting. Yeah, everyone has. Yeah, opinion. that's the beauty of football as well. That's I suppose. It. Yeah, but look, that is well, a tough one to take, though. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Not get a penalty and straight down the other end. So it's it, oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's a signal. Will I do the competition winner? Yeah. So 
announcing our competition winner yeah, for the so Sumo Sports Gear Bag. Sumo Sports Gear Bag. Hoggies, pick the name out of half. Two gear bags. We give away two, yeah. We give away two, sorry. Been so we'll have, we have to pick another name out of the hat, Hoggy. Oh, yeah. Um, so the first winner is uh, Dan Crowley. Sumo hat. Dan, Dan Crowley, congratulations, Dan. Dan. Uh, thanks again. He always always likes and shares the podcast, so fair play to him. Come on, Dan. Jack Waters is the second one. And Jack Waters. Jack Waters. Tell him what will on Jack. And thanks to everyone else who entered as well. Thanks for sharing it on your Instagrams and all that. And thank you to Sumo Sports as well for the gear bags. No problem. Um, just for the guys who won the, the bags, it's 50 euro uh, postage. <laughs> which has been paid through, through PayPal to my account. <laughs> we'll, uh, no, we'll organise to, to get the bags out to, the, to them guys. Brilliant but stuff. We'll let you know on the, the social thereafter. There was another we got asked for a shout out from Cove News. The Liverpool Legends game confirmed for the 24th of August in Colvin's Park. Yeah, that'll be a, a big game. Dave Hall is um, doing that. So he brings Liverpool Legends over uh, to play against teams in, in Ireland. And this is in for Cove Hospital, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. For Cove Hospital fundraiser, and yeah. there's a and golf. There's a game of golf on this Sunday morning as well. Yeah, and I think Cove for football are involved yeah. in or this as well, yes, and just promoting it. So again, if we can. The likes of Ian Rush now and them is that, is that yeah. the kind well, of? I think a lot of players uh, have been confirmed there. there. So I have a list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a few anyway. Probably there'll be more added. Uh, John Aldridge, Ronnie Whelan, Ray Houghton, and Jason McAteer. All right. Yeah. So some big names here. Yeah. So, yeah. We can get out and support that. Definitely do. Um, anyone else who wants a, a shout out, I suppose. Yeah. Send definitely. a message in and send it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. We'll yeah. shout it out. We're looking for sponsors uh, for the show. We we've been in contact with a couple of people and a couple of people have been emailing about the sponsorship. We'll organise that over the next couple of weeks. Just want to say a shout out. Thanks to everyone who's listening and supporting us just on our social. If we put up the podcast, can you tweet about it? Can you share it on Facebook? On the app, actually, like if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, can you leave a review for us or favourite the podcast? On Anchor, which a lot of people are listening to, there's a, like a, a star on it. If you can press the star, that's a, when you favourite it. Or uh, you can like applaud the episodes and stuff like that. I know Graham Cummins there, I see it every time he comes up, he applauds our episodes. Does he? Cheers for that, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to try and get out there uh, as much as we can. So if you can help us, Please do. So I was thinking I, I'll give away three books, Johnny, <laughs> and uh, redo, redo the draw there and I'll give away. <laughs> and yeah. we, we'll send out questions related to three books, maybe to, to your thing there during the week. Perfect. So anyone with sleeping problems, <laughs> three books, three books, three books, three books, three books, three books will be coming your way. Very nice, Yag. No uh, problem. That's I, I might actually put my name in for one of the books. <laughs> then, really, yes. <laughs> I'll go as a false name. <laughs> Frank Drebin. <laughs> oh, thanks, lad. Uh. <laughs>